Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, TCK Potters? I'm your host, Sky Guasco, and this is episode 132 of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. Today, I recap week five of the TCK Pod Listener League and preview week six of the TCK Pod Listener League, as well as recap Thursday Night Football between the Giants and the Patriots. A quick note before we get started, I apologize, but I was unable to get this episode up Thursday or Friday of this week, and therefore I had to kind of pull an audible and launch this Saturday morning, so I did not have my uh, microphone present when I recorded the episode, so you'll hear it a little bit distant. It's not of the uh, quality that I prefer to have or that you're used to, and I apologize about that. I hope it's not too bad for you. Um, I do have some good advice there on teams that are in the cellar in their leagues and also up at the top, so make sure you tune into that, but... Hope it's not too bad for you. I apologize um, for the quality of this episode, but I had to just kind of make it on the run for you so I could get it out before the week started. But uh, without any further ado, we've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Week six is upon us. Week five in the rearview mirror. We are going to be recapping that week five in the matchups of the TCK Pod Listener League, and we will be previewing week six. I'm dropping this on Saturday afternoon. Apologize for the delays, everybody. Uh, Thursday got away from me, and uh, Friday as well. Also, uh, the missus had a birthday, so we were celebrating that as well. So uh, family comes first, and I got the podcast up here. Uh, You know, better late than never, I suppose. So let's get into the Thursday night recap. Uh, I usually drop these on Thursday mornings and then preview the Thursday night game. But we are going to talk about the uh, Thursday night recap at this point. Of course, the uh, Giants and the Patriots, this one's in Foxborough. Patriots take care of business, although this was somewhat close at the beginning. Um, 7-0 at the end of the first quarter, 21-14 in halftime. And then the Patriots just uh, took it away. No points in the third for either team. And then 14-0 in the fourth quarter for the Patriots. So Patriots take care of business pretty handily here. Uh, but the Giants did play well on defense, really, most of this game, especially early. On the Giants side, Daniel Jones just 161, a touchdown and three costly picks. He was sacked once. John Hilleman filled in for Wayne Gallman, who was out with a concussion, and Saquon Barkley, of course. 11 carries, just 38 yards on the ground. Golden Tate had a nice big game with Sterling Shepard out and Evan Ingram out. Six catches, 102 and one. 64-yard touchdown. He had nine targets. I don't expect Golden Tate to be this effective moving forward. Um, I think a lot of this had to do with uh, Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram being inactive. I don't, again, I don't see this happening moving forward. If you can sell high this week on Golden Tate, I would do that immediately. I'll talk more about Golden Tate when we preview the games. Um, But I just, it was a nice game from Golden Tate. He's a stud in general, but there was a lot of things in his favor. Uh, I just don't see him moving forward. On the Patriots side, um, some good news in fantasy. Tom Brady had a huge game, 334 yards. No touchdowns through the air, but two sneak attack rushing scores inside the one-yard line that he loves to do there. Uh, One pick for him. And then Sonny Michel, 86 yards on the ground with 22 carries, which you like to see, but again, sniped by Tom Brady twice. Uh, Brandon Bolden. Uh, continues to be a thorn in Sonny Michelle's side. Three carries, 23 yards. He got a touchdown as well. James White also snipered. Um, he uh, was actually – he basically 
ran what looked to be a touchdown in uh, from inside the five, uh, but after review, his elbow was down on like the inch yard line, so they reversed the call, and uh, Tom Brady ended up sneaking that one in. But James White has a season high, nine receptions out of the backfield, just 46 yards, um, but nine targets for him. So James White remains effective in PPR leagues, but uh, does get snipered in the touchdown game, and um, Julian Edelman, a big game, nine catches, 113, no touchdowns, but he did have a nice 36-yard diving catch, 15 targets for him. Jacoby Myers fills in for John, uh, John, excuse me, Josh Gordon, who left the game in the second quarter with a knee injury. It does not appear to be serious. However, definitely something to monitor moving forward with Josh Gordon. Jacoby Myers, four catches, 54 yards, and uh, – was able to be quite effective down the sideline. So if Josh Gordon were to miss any time, I think Jacoby Myers is a nice pickup there. Philip said did not play in this game. And, um, again, the Patriots just take care of business. Um, they, they beat the teams they need to beat, and especially at home. Tom Brady moves to 12-0 and in his career versus rookie quarterbacks. So, uh, unfortunately, Daniel Jones and the Giants didn't really have a chance from the beginning. But it was competitive for the first half, and actually the Giants played quite well. But um, they were, uh, unfortunately, outpaced uh, for Giants fans. The Patriots get the win. That wraps up Thursday night recap. Let's get into Week 5 TCK Pod Listener League recap as well. So, per usual, I'm going to wrap up week five and let you know the scores, and then we will get into the preview of week six. We do have a huge game and a huge match in the TCK Pod Listener League this week. Uh, it's a battle for first place, and it happens to be between two of our uh, good friends here on the podcast. Uh, first, the undefeated, the Commish fantasy football podcast with Chris and Alex and company. Um, they are going up against Lucas Kaser, who you can hear on Wednesdays, breaking down and previewing the uh, upcoming week with me. He also does the start and sits and the all in check or fold segment. Lucas also puts a lot of time and energy into the website each week, tckpod.com. And he is writing these start sit columns that are very, very helpful. He dives very deep into the analytics of each matchup and your start sits. So I get a lot of DMs every week of start sits. A, my rankings are on tckpod.com, so you can find those answers pretty quickly. B, uh, Lucas puts a lot of time and energy into the start sit column as well. And we'll start getting some, uh, you know, uh, all-in checker fold options on there as well to help you out with your trades. Of course, you can always reach out to us um, on Instagram, Twitter, email, Facebook, whatever. I, I reply to all uh, messages eventually, so feel free to reach out. But if you just have a quick question about who should you start, um, go look at uh, go look at my rankings on tckpod.com. So week five is in the books, TCK Pod Listener League. Uh, we'll go over my match first, and then we'll go down the order. Um, I was up against Pelkey Pelkey. I got the win, 144 over Pelkey Pelkey, 125. I moved to 3-2. and two. Pelkey Pelkey falls to 1-4. and four. Next up, the People's Republic gets a win with the second most points on the week, 193 over Nuke Took a Duke with 115. People's Republic 3 and 2. Nuke Took a Duke falls to 2 and 3. Hide and Zeke, nice uh, performance as well, 165 over I've Got a Massive Chub, 149. So two big outputs with points, but Hide and Zeke gets the win here, moves to 3 and 2. I've Got a Massive Chub, falls to 1 and 4. Uh, I just actually. Pulled off. Well, I guess he uh, he proposed me a trade. Uh, Hyden Zeke did, and um, I accepted that trade. We went back and forth with a couple different guys, um, and I eventually 
felt that it was a, a fair trade for both of us, so I went with it. I will preview that trade uh, when we get into the previews of week six. Um, next up, we have the uh, prickly pears falling to Lucas Kaser. Lucas Kaser moves to four and one. Second place, prickly pears down at one and four. Lucas with 163 on the week, prickly pears 139. A rematch of last year's championship game in the TCK Pod Listener League. The runner-up from last year, Charlotte regular Nawa, gets revenge and gets the W over last year's winner, Drew Misick. Charlotte regular Nawa, most points on the week this last week, 194. Drew Misick, 143. Charlotte regular Nawa moves to 3-2. and two. Drew Misick to 2-3. and three. Last but not least, the Commish Fantasy Football Podcast remains undefeated. 5-0 on the season so far. They score 109, and they get past Dude, You're Getting Odell with just 60 points on the week. 2-3 and three for Dude, You're Getting Odell. 5-0 and oh for the Commish Fantasy Podcast. So those boys are uh, sitting pretty. Make sure you check out their podcast. Uh, again, good friends of our podcast here, uh, Chris and Alex, and you know um, they got a they got an awesome home league that's a lot of fun to watch on uh, social medias and stuff. They got a bunch of family members, good longtime friends. Um, we talked about it uh, uh, last podcast, Chris and I did um, about how they have a home league as well where they do just points, so they still have matchups every week. But you're actually the seedings for playoffs are actually dealt with via. Um, total points at the end of the season, which I really like. I like that format. And uh, I think with the TCK Pod League moving forward annually, I think we're just going to switch up the formatting every single year uh, just for shit. So maybe we'll do a, a you know, a super flex. Uh, we'll do just points um, for a year. We'll do, you know, maybe two defenses and, and a bonus scoring. Maybe we'll do a standard league, um, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll mix it up. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Maybe an IDP league, t- uh, tight end premium. There's all these different, Options, so I think it'd be fun in the TCK Pod League every year to switch up the formatting, uh, just to um, you know have different uh, different talking points and different league settings, which uh, which are appropriate. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I personally prefer um, full PPR. Um, that's just what I've been playing from the beginning, and that's what I enjoy. Um, however, I do help my brother in a uh, standard league. Um, and of course, play some half PPR leagues as well. So I research everything, and I'm in the mode for all different leagues. But I prefer full point PPR um, or full PPR. Full point PPR is quite redundant. Full PPR. So nonetheless, um, I think it'd be fun moving forward to uh, get into some different league settings moving forward for the uh, TCK Pod Listener League. But let's get into Week Six. Uh, this is kind of this is the time of year where teams start to kind of make their claim for the playoff push teams in the middle really start need to needing to, you know, steal a win here and there. And then teams in the cellar do one of two things. They either give up and they don't change their lineups, which is fucking lame. By the way, if you're one of those teams right now, that's sitting at, you know, one and four, Oh, and five, two and three, please for the integrity of your league. And if you got homies in the league for the friendship <laughs> in your league, do not bail on your league just because your team is one and five, uh, you know, or one and four rather, um, zero and five, two and three. Um, two years ago, uh, before I made the TCK Pod Listener League official and we had the podcast rolling, I did a very similar thing. 
um, with where I had just kind of a, a group of, of rando homies um, join, which became the TCK Pod Listener League. Um, but that year, I started 0 4. Love my draft. Uh, everything worked out, but I just had a couple injuries early. I had a couple things not work my way. I started the, the year 0 and 4. And I was stressing, of course, but I made a couple of trades. I made a couple waiver uh, pickups, and I, I caught some breaks. I ended up going nine and zero the rest of the season. Made the playoffs, ran the table, and I won the league. So I went from zero and four to champion of the league uh, after making a couple trades and making uh, a couple moves and having a few breaks. I'm certainly not saying that to boast or pat myself on the back. I'm more just making. Um, you know, giving you evidence that it is possible. Um, sure, your back's against the wall and it is tough, but it's not impossible to make shit happen. What is impossible is if you're going to bail on a week or not change out your bye week players or leave in injured players, whatever. A, your team has no fucking chance, um, which is just disappointing, uh, especially if you have money on the line. B, it's kind of chicken shit, to be honest with you, for the rest of the league because whoever's playing you, may get a quote-unquote free win, which they may not have beaten you anyway, uh, but it's just not fair to the other teams in the league, right? Um, so please, 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 at least spend five seconds throughout your week. Throw in the best guys that you have. If you don't want to do a bunch of waiver uh, things throughout the week, that's fine. Um, if you don't want to make a bunch of trades and stuff, that's fine. Definitely don't trade away all your studs to boost up someone else's team just because you're out of the league. That's also not fair. Um, so, you know, please just have some integrity in the league. Keep it afloat. You know, if you're 0-6, 0-7, we only play 13 weeks in a, in a fantasy football league. So, like, yes, then you're in trouble. But right now, 0-5, 1-4, 2-3, it's not over yet. It is definitely over if you quit putting in effort, but it's certainly not over if you put in some effort, make some trades, see what you can do. Also on that tip, on the trade tip, um, if you have some studs right now, uh, I'll just throw out some names. Um, Dalvin Cook, uh, you know, I don't say not quite Christian McCaffrey because he's a league winner. I would say, how about this? Anybody except Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Cooper Cup, I would say anybody else is tradable. Okay? So that means a stud running back, um, a stud receiver, stud quarterback, tight ends, any of that stuff. Big names have a lot of weight still in fantasy football, but if they're struggling or you can move off of that guy and get two or three other pieces for him, I highly recommend you do that because one Julio Jones, as much as I love Julio Jones, one Julio Jones does not equate to, say, two wide receiver twos who are studs with upside. If you can get those two guys, like I say a Tyler Boyd and, I don't know, Stephon Diggs or something, I'm making it up, but if you get those two for Julio – that might turn around, okay? And you might actually get more value from those two players than you would from just Julio Jones. So consider trading your studs. I know it sucks and it leaves you fucking sick inside. I've done it before and it's terrifying. The point is, if you're still trying to be competitive and your team is hurting, you need to make moves. And sometimes it takes getting rid of your best player, quote-unquote. But the point is, they're obviously not not the best player this year because you're struggling. You're 0-5. You've had injuries. Uh, you know, guys have been hurt, whatever. Um I picked Devontae Adams in almost every league I could. He's been hurt the last couple of weeks. It's hurt me, right? So I've considered trading him. I haven't yet, but I've considered trading him. I've gotten trade offers. I'm open to it at least if it makes sense, right? I'm not going to give him away, but if it makes sense, I'm open to it. So just 
be flexible with your season if you're if you're in the cellar and you're trying to make moves. On the other side, a much quicker conversation is if you're five and zero, oh, you're four and one, you're three and two. Stay focused and stay aggressive. Um, I talked to uh, Chris with the Fantasy Football Podcast the Commission Fantasy Football Podcast last week, and they are undefeated in our TCK Pod Listener League, which I'll get to week six in here in a second. But um, I complimented him and uh, his boys for being continuing to stay aggressive. If you're undefeated right now, you need to turn it on even more. Make some trades. Boost your roster. Grab a guy who's injured right now. Um, grab a guy who's on a bye week. Grab a guy like A.J. Green or um, – you know, uh, Saquon, if you can pull him off, obviously, uh, you know, but just guys who are injured who could maybe help you in two or three weeks from now, Devontae Adams, two or three weeks from now when you're already pretty looking pretty good for the playoffs, barring huge injuries. But once you get to the playoffs, your team's going to even ramp up even more. So just because you're 5-0 and or 4-1, and don't get complacent. I, th- I see a lot of teams each year go from 5-0 and to five and three to six and five and then all of a sudden they're they're battling for the playoffs because they aren't as aggressive on the waiver wire they're, they stop making trades and they get content it's fantasy football shit happens people are going to get hurt people are going to be on bye weeks other teams are going to get better you need to stay focused and you need to stay uh, aggressive so if you're undefeated or four and one at this point um Get after it. Extra aggressive. If you're in the cellar, then uh, you know the season is not over as long as you give a shit and you put some effort into it. Especially if you're in twelve team leagues and you get like six of you making the making the uh, playoffs. That's only half, man. I see teams all the time that make it at six and six or. Uh, or excuse me, six and seven with 13 games, right? Or seven and six. So if you can rally off four or five in a row, you'd be right back in the hunt come playoff time. So. Make sure you're staying focused on your teams regardless of your record. I get a lot of people been hitting me up recently like, yo, I'm 0-5. What the fuck do I do? I'm stressing. What can I What can I do? Who should I trade? Blah, blah, blah. Stay focused. On the other side, don't get complacent if you're undefeated either. Let's get into week six of the TCK Pod Listener League. And um, this is a little bit unusual only because... I usually drop this on Thursday, as I mentioned, but I had a busy weekend, so uh, I had to kind of throw an audible in there. I'm doing this uh, Saturday morning, um, and the Thursday night game has already happened, I guess is what I'm getting at. So, um, you know, players who played in the Thursday night game obviously have already uh, accounted for their stats. Um, So some of these, you know, scores and stuff and lineups are a little bit skewed because things have already happened. Um, But I'm still going to run through like I do every single week with the with the matchup so um i'll get into uh my matchup right away here i am playing charlotte regular nawa uh we have um this is really a battle for uh potentially second place certainly third place uh right here in the middle of the pack so this is a very competitive week actually um all teams that are playing each other have have um you know similar or identical records which i think is really cool there's there's not a like undefeated playing a winless team or anything like that this week um we have three and twos playing each other. We have two and three and one and four playing each other. We have one and four and one and four playing each other. Four and one and five and zero. Oh, two and three and two and three playing each other. So I love to see the competitive uh, scheduling here in this league. So um, Charlotte Regulanawa and myself going at it this week. Uh, like I said, he had a big win last week, one ninety four, um, and was the runner up last year. Um, we are both three and two and battling for that kind of sole possession in third place, maybe even second. If Lucas can get past uh, the fantasy um, commission, fantasy football podcast, which I will get to that matchup in a bit. 
So I'll start with mine, and I want to talk about the trade right off the bat. So I'd gone back and forth a little bit. Um, I was approached about um, Tyrell Williams, who's on a buy of the Raiders receiver, and um, wanted to get Tyrell Williams and offered me originally just Curtis Samuel. Um, I denied that. And maybe you're thinking, wow, Curtis Samuel, he's got a lot of upside. Sure, he does have a lot of upside, but he doesn't have a fucking quarterback, and that's a problem. That's why I didn't like him coming in. I know that he is like the hottest name preseason was Curtis Samuel. I get it. All the hype, and he's super athletic and very talented, so is DJ Moore. I believe that too, and I think that that's legit. However, Cam Newton came in injured, and I told everybody preseason not to draft Cam Newton in the fifth round and uh, temper expectations in general. He can't throw the ball downfield. That's a problem. He gets hurt. He's out. Okay. Kyle Allen comes in, four touchdowns his first game of the season. Fantastic. Everyone's super hyped. That's awesome. Since then, not so much. Still getting the wins, not throwing touchdowns. And if Curtis Samuel or DJ Moore don't do it after the catch, they're not getting much down the field. So that's a concern. So, Tyrell Williams is a boomer bust guy for the Raiders, but he had a couple nice games early, um, and he's a deep threat with uh, Carr throwing four or five bombs a game. So, I couldn't do Samuel for Williams straight up. So, I replied um, and wanted to get some other players, and we went back and forth for a while. But eventually, he sent me a proposal. Uh, this is Hyden Zeke. sent me a pro- uh, proposal for um, Curtis Samuel and Rashad Penny for Tyrell Williams. Um in a vacuum, I'm you know Rashad Penny may not even play much this year if if Chris Carson stays uh, monstrous and doesn't fumble the ball, he'll obviously be the starter and beast out. However, Chris Carson does have some injury history. He does have fumbling issues. Rashad Penny has looked very good when he's been healthy on the field for the Seahawks. So in my mind, I was thinking, okay, a uh, Tyrell Williams is on a buy and I can't use him this week anyway. Fine. If if Hyden Zeke wants to eat that, that's fine. And that's a good time to trade pe- for people, honestly, when they're on a buy, because that user can't use them anyway. So if you're willing to eat it for a week, that's a, that's a smart move on his part. So, A, that's in my favor. He's on a buy. I don't need to worry about that. Cool. Curtis Samuel and Rashad Penny um, are both l- kind of low floor but high upside guys, which might produce more over the next couple of weeks heading into the playoffs i have a handful of receivers so i don't need curtis samuel right now i have a couple of running backs i don't need rashad penny but if anything were to happen or the bye weeks come up i have both options i like that a lot so i decided to make the trade pulled the trigger i traded tyro williams away and i got curtis samuel and rashad penny back i liked that trade um they're both on my bench this week but i like it moving forward let's run through my roster here uh, I have Dak, Dalvin Cook. I had James White uh, on Thursday put up 13 points in PPR. Uh, Marvin Jones, Michael Gallup, Zach Ertz, Josh Gordon I put in it. Um, and unfortunately, of course, he got injured and left the game. He had just one catch for one reception before that, uh, which is disappointing. I only put up one point, which is going to hurt me for sure. Um, but I thought it was a good uh, it was a good matchup in general on paper to set up for the Giants. So I don't regret my decision, but unfortunately it backfired a little bit. Just one point there for Josh Gordon. Matt Breida against the Rams. San Francisco Niners against the Rams defense. I think they're going to have a nice game. And I think the Niners pulled this one off, even in L.A. And Robbie Gold, the kicker. Um, I have a lot of good players on my bench, but they're either injured or on a bye, so I will pass that up. On the other side, Charlotte, regular Nawa. Uh, most of this lineup got almost 200 points last week. Deshaun Watson, Mark Ingram, Melvin Gordon, who is back finally and should have a, a much larger workload here. Michael Thomas, 
Let's see, Amari Cooper, Travis Kelsey, DJ Moore, Chris Thompson, Denver, and Harrison Bucker. I'm not going to lie, he's also got Chicago's defense on the bench uh, because they are on by. He had Brady on the bench as well with 21 points. Um, he decided to roll with Deshaun Watson versus Chiefs. I don't blame him. I'm not going to lie, uh, I'm worried about this matchup. <laughs> For me, Charlotte Rigolinawa has a stacked team, a nice lineup, and they all have good matchups too. So if my guys don't extra ball out, uh, I could be in trouble. So hopefully that happens, but we shall see. Um, the the battle to go to four and two is on the line. Hyden Zeke, who I traded with, um, of course, again, he has Tyrell Williams. So uh, he has Phillip Rivers, McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Tyler Boyd, Malcolm Brown, or excuse me, Marquise Brown. I apologize. Marquise Brown, um, Will Disley, Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle. So he's got two Kansas City uh, wide receivers, and they're not a bad idea against Houston. Washington's defense and Matt Gay is his kicker. And, uh, of course, I made that trade with uh, Tyrell Williams, but he's got a buy anyway. Let's move over to his opponent. People's Republic, these guys are also battling um, for that middle-of-the-pack third, fourth place here this week. Russell Wilson, on Johnson, Hyde, Fuller, um, Preston Williams, George Kittle, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Ravens defense, and Brett Marr for the kicker position. Good matchup there. They are uh, actually only two points difference in their projection. Let's move on to Nuke took a Duke and Pelkey Pelkey. Both these teams are struggling. They both need to get a win. The loser of this game could be in serious trouble here. Uh, the winner of this game is right back in the hunt, in my opinion. Nuke took a Duke, Jameis Winston, David Johnson, James Conner, Odell, uh, Devontae Parker, Henry, who he's got in his lineup, who went back to practice this week. That's going to be risky. Of course, he may not even play on Sunday night, but he is back in the uh, – Back in the lineup, back on the team, so we'll keep an eye on him. I'm sure he'll swap out if that doesn't work out. But right now, he's got Hunter Henry as his tight end. Chris Carson, he does have Malcolm Brown in. Uh, Todd Gurley, as of this podcast, um, is doubtful. I don't think he's going to play at all. Um, Pick up Malcolm Brown where you can. Slot him in right away. The 49ers are actually um, very stout against the run. They have had a a great defense and a a monstrous defensive line. However, um, Malcolm Brown... Uh, should get plenty of work just like uh, uh, Todd Gurley has been and that Rams offense should be moving at home. So Malcolm Brown's a great start. Bucks defense and Zane Gonzalez is the kicker. On the other side, Pelkey Pelkey. Scott Mahomes, Derrick Henry, he had Sonny Michelle put up 12 points on Thursday night. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Cortland Sutton, Jared Cook, Tyreek Hill, who's also in the lineup. Um, he got back to practice and, and looks to be a full go. Um, he's a game-time decision, but Henry and Hill would be great additions to their lineup if they play, but both those guys are game-time decisions. We shall see what happens there. Jordan Howard, Jacksonville defense, and uh, McLaughlin for the Chargers as their kicker. Move on to, I've got a massive chub and the prickly pears. Both of these guys also need a win here so they can stay out of the cellar. I've got a massive chub, Matt Ryan, Coleman, Chubb, Thielen, DJ Chark, Witten, Brandon Cooks, who will be back this week after a concussion, Larry Fitzgerald, Tennessee defense, and Matt Bryant. On the other side, prickly pears, Kyler Murray, who is uh, my start of the week this week, Zeke Elliott, Miles Sanders, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, um, Sprinkle, who is the uh, tight end for the Redskins, Mike Williams, Nicole Hardman, and the Chargers defense, and then Mike Nugent was his kicker, missing a field goal but having five extra points for five points there. Let's go into uh, Drew Missick and Dude, You're Getting Odell. Drew Missick, Lamar Jackson, 
Todd Gurley, Devonta Freeman, Juju Schmitz-Schuster, Diggs, Hooper, Williams, McLaurin, Vikings defense, and Will Lutz. Then we also have uh, Aaron Jones on the other side, or excuse me, Aaron Rodgers on the other side for Dudrick getting Odell. Mixon, Mostert, Hopkins, Galladay, O.J. Howard, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, D.J. Samuel, and the Patriots defense, who have been the fantasy MVP so far this year. Patriots defense, 28 points uh, on Thursday Night Football. Two touchdowns, three interceptions, a fumble recovery, and just um, eight points against. And then we have uh, Sly as the kicker for Carolina. Last but not least, we have the match of the week. The game of the week for the TCK Pod Listener League. The game of the season so far, really. Um, we have Lucas Kaser up against the Kamish FFP. Kamish FFP, 5-0. and Lucas Kaser, 4-1. and This is a battle for uh, first place. If Lucas wins, obviously, they'll be tied in first. If uh, the Kamish FFP wins, they will have a two-game lead in first place. So a big game here. Lucas rolling out Matt Stafford, Kamara, Fournette, Evans, Lockett, Higby, Kenyon Drake, Edelman put up 20. Nine catches for 113 on Thursday. Seattle defense versus Cleveland and Justin Tucker uh, for the kicker. On the other side, the Kamish FFP, Garner Minshew is their quarterback. They have a handful of quarterbacks. They have Breeze. They also have Brissett, but they are going to go with Garner Minshew. Le'Veon Bell, Austin Eckler, Robert Woods, Golden Tate accidentally put up 22 points on Thursday night as well. They had about a 20-minute debate on episode 22 of their podcast, which, again, go check out the Commission Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, great guys, great uh, great content. Go check them out and their podcast. Uh, but they had a 20-minute debate whether this should start Golden Tate. They finally kept him in the lineup. Six catches, 102, and a touchdown. Of course, a lot of that coming on a 63-yard touchdown. Nonetheless, 22 points for Golden Tate. Mark Andrews, Julio Jones, uh, Philip Lindsay, Dallas defense versus the Jets, and Greg the Leg Zerline. So big matchups this week. Um, the Commish uh, has a lot of kind of, I think, questionable players personally. No disrespect, fellas. Uh, we've talked about this, but have a lot of questionable players. I think, you know, how is Garner Minshew going to do against a pretty solid um, Saints uh, defense? We'll see how that works out. Um, Le'Veon Bell, does Sam Darnold help or hurt? Lev, is Austin Eckler going to get all that work with Melvin Gordon back? Uh, the Niners have been really, really stout against the pass. The 31st toughest matchup, or you could say the second best matchup uh, in the league against receivers. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup has been out of his mind. Mark Andrews is a bit banged up. Julio Jones is a bit banged up. Philip Lindsay splitting carries with <laughs> Royce Freeman. And uh, so we'll just see. There's a lot of question marks on the other side for for Lucas. I think he's got um, a lot more, you know, steady options there. Um, although Fournette going up against the Saints defense is going to be tough. So we shall see. But um, a lot of great matchups here. Kenyon Drake's a question mark, of course. Higby is the second tight end. We'll see what happens. And uh, we'll see if Matt Stafford can get across that um, – the uh, Packers defense on Monday Night Football. But that is it for um, week five recap and week six of the TCK Pod Listener League. Uh, big matchup between Lucas Kaser and the Kamish FFP. But we'll be back with you next week for the wrap-up. Best of luck in week six, y'all. Crush it. Good luck. That'll do it for this episode. Be sure to email us at tckpod at gmail.com or shoot us a DM on Instagram at fantasyfootball underscore tckpod. You can also find us on Twitter at tck underscore pod and on Facebook at the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. Check out our website at tckpod.com. 
Lucasstartsit.com as well for my weekly rankings, waiver wire ads, and Lucas's Start Sit column. If you gained any value from this episode, please leave a rate and review on the podcast. Make sure you subscribe as well so you don't miss any updates. And give us a like and a follow on social medias as well. It's much appreciated and it makes a huge difference for an independent podcast like ourselves. Make the most of the rest of your day and we'll catch you next time on the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Scott Guasco and we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.